This is LifeCast bringing you the G220 Effect. I am Steve. I'm Denai. And we're here back again here. Don't you just love the effect of G220? <laughs> it's awesome. It's, no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in us. Oh, man, that just brings something. It makes me feel something in my heart when I hear it. But we're here. We here. We're here. Yes, with a new topic today. And the topic of the day is out with the old and liberated with the new. Ooh, don't you just like that? I, when I when I hear that, I think about laundry. I think about how, you know, when you got a laundry day, you have clothes in your closet and you go to pick through the clothes because you probably just throw them all on the floor. So you just go picking through the clothes and then you start looking at the clothes and you're like, wow, this I had this for five years. I had this for three years. Man, man. Wow. Then you start checking through your wardrobe and you say, wow, I need some new stuff. Just this morning, my husband looked at my sock, y'all. I'm just going to be honest. I had a hole in my sock. <laughs> And he's like, baby, we got to get your new socks. I'm like, yes, it's been a while since I got some socks. <laughs> yeah. I just looked at it. It was like, wow. Yeah. So it, it makes me think when you talk about out with the old and liberating the new, this is our topic for the day. It makes me think of stuff like that, how you have to get rid of old stuff to put new stuff in. You can't use that old wine skin and try to put new stuff in it. It won't work. It will not work. So it brings us to this topic today. And this topic, I, be, I believe it was on our heart. And we just decided to bring it to you. Yes, today we're excited for another day in our podcast. So just before we start, I just want to encourage you that if you don't follow us on YouTube, we're on YouTube in case you want to get updated um, um, podcasts or uh, we're on Facebook, on Galatians 2.20, uh, on YouTube, it's actually G220 Effect. So G220 Effect, E-F-F-E-C-T. Uh, we're on Instagram where we do little short clips of every little highlights of what we're talking about. Uh, so you can catch us on YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, we're not on iTunes yet, but YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, and clips on Instagram. So follow us. And if you have any questions or anything that we can always rightly divide the word of God, a word of truth together with the word of God is always, we are ready to just engage and talk to people. So leave us comments, talk about things that you might have a question about, or maybe things that you, you feel like, can you help me understand this? And we can give you our perspective on it. Yeah. And remember that's remember that's our perspective. Yes. Our perspective. We know yeah. the Holy spirit is shedding light to us differently but the word is there it's alive so however he gives that to us it's awesome and it's powerful and it's for you you know if it's given to you it's for you you know you remember the song back in the day where it's for you i'm not gonna sing so but it's a song called it's for you back in the day and whatever you get is exactly just for you yes catered just for you and what what you need but you know we how are, you, we're always excited to share it's funny because i didn't mean that but you know how you say Steve 101, it's Steve 101, or it's Deny 101, you know, so that's what it is. Amen. So today we're going to talk about out with the old and in with the new. It's so awesome. We were just, we were home the other day and Steve was like, man, people are not really getting the word because their hearts are so bound. Yeah. And when I said that, I was thinking about how God designed for us to be free. You know, he said, who the son set free is free indeed. And we're not just talking about people that that don't know Christ. We're talking about people who know Christ. And it, it, it's, I don't want to say it's sad, but it's like, 
continue. God wants us to grow and God wants us to continue to let things fall off. You know, we die daily, you know, so he wants things to just totally drop off of us and no longer have hold of us. And so sometimes it's like wrappings. It's like being in your clothes and it's hot and you're like, oh, man, I got to put on some cooler clothes and you're taking off layers. And so life is like that. But you got some people who just tend to just live. And, and, and that happens. We've also heard people saying that they started walking with God and they just believed that when they were saved, they got the salvation message and they said yes with their hearts and believed in their hearts, confessed with their mouth that they needed a savior. Great. They got saved. But then they're, all they're being taught is that you just got saved so that you can go to heaven and that's your golden ticket to heaven. Well, <laughs> that's um, really not all that he came for. Like we look at John 10, 10, he says, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I came that I might, you might have life and have it more abundantly. Yeah. So Jesus Christ came to give us an abundant life. It wasn't just, okay, I want you to be saved, but then you go and life is still happening the same way. Yeah, I went to to church that day for me personally. That's where, you know, my salvation experience happened. I confessed with my mouth, believed in my heart, and I got saved. And guess what? I got home and the same problems were still at home, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, still, the, the same problems were still awaiting me at home. <laughs> so as much as, yes, I was now made new, because the Bible says that what, what happens to us when we become saved? It says we become a new creation. So I was a new creation. My spirit is wall-to-wall Jesus now. Yes, wonderful. But... How do I then begin to walk in that? How do I get rid of that old sock with the with the hole in it and get some new socks on my feet? <laughs> first, you got to know that there's a hole. First, you got to know that there's a hole in your sock. And first, I mean, well, and I, I cater that to just knowing that you got to know that there's something missing and there that there, there is something that can fill it. There is something that can fill that gap where something's missing. And so when you endeavor in your life of Christianity or your life and anything you serve, you have to know what you're serving. And so in getting to knowing what you serve, you have to begin to study, begin to look at it, begin to want to know more about it, want to grow in it, want to shine in it, want to move in it. And so that requires something of you. It requires a little something of you and that's studying. So, and what we as Christians do, when we study, we open the Bible, the book, the book, the basic instruction before leaving earth. We open that thing up, you know, and when we open it up, it, 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 it's life to us as Christians, as believers, you know, because this is the same word that was inspired by God, given to man, just for man. And if you look at the book, it's, it's done through precept and example. You know, we got the Old Testament is showing, it's teaching us how you know, through precepts and examples, how we can live. And then the New Testament saying, no, okay, now I'm going to take it a little further. This is how you can live freely. Yes, yeah. and that Old Testament was saying, hey, this is how you're going to live freely. There's going to be a Savior that's coming because it was always yeah. a foreshadow that Christ was coming. And then now, okay, Christ is here. He's here with us on earth. He's teaching us all these things. So I wanted to to just go into the scripture as we start because we're now we're getting into how do you walk in freedom because God really wants us to, to, to be free so that we can absorb more than just, Oh, this is my ticket to go to heaven. There's more. He wants to give you things pertaining. The Bible says that he's going to give you everything that pertains to life and godliness. So this life, you have tools to be victorious, to live victorious, to live a life of health, strength, power, all of that. 
But let's just go to John 8, 31. So the first thing that you have to do for sure is have a relationship, like Steve said. Open the word so that you can know who it is that you have accepted in your life and all that he gave for you. So John 8, 31, verse 32. So Jesus is talking here. Of course, he's always teaching the multitude and the people around him, the disciples. I mean, he's teaching, 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 teaching. <laughs> and we know this. They always called him rabbi, right? He, he was a teacher. And he says, then said, it says in John 8, 31, 32, we're going to start off there. If you have your Bible, let's open that up. We always invite you. If you got your phone, let's open your U version, whatever version that you use to open the Bible. If you're driving, just have fun listening. <laughs> so John 8, 31, 32 says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And we're going to stop right there for now. It, it said free. <laughs> Freedom. It, it, it didn't say dollar twenty five. It said free ninety nine. <laughs> but no, it said free. And this is how you punch your ticket. You know, this is how you punch your ticket by knowing that you're free and that God has, through Jesus Christ, has set you free. Yes. You know, so the ticket has been punched already. So you don't have to go back to the bus station and say, hey, I don't got a hole punch. No, it's been punched. It's there. Amen. You are made free by Christ. You And, and I really like this part for those that maybe are new new believers and you just got saved and, and you're saying, I want more. Just like we've shared in the previous podcast how I got saved and I just, I knew there was more and I wanted more. And that thing is called discipleship. So it, it says that they will know that ye are my disciples disciples, my followers, the ones that follow Jesus, because you are going to know the truth. And when you know the truth, that truth is going to make you free. It's going to make you stand out because when others are saying, oh, we got laid off. Oh, I don't know what to do at my job. I'm going to be broke. My family's going to be this. I got to go get a job. I got to do this. You just say, oh, I'm just, you know, praise God. Because yeah. I'm, I prayed about it and I have peace about it. God says that to just rest and to wait and everything's going to turn around for my good. That's the freedom that we have, not bound by circumstance or situations, but being truly made free because we know whose we are. We know that we are followers of Christ and in his promises, there's so much that he tells us. He tells us to pray in all things, in supplication and prayer, make every request that we have, every, every, every petition we have made, made known to him and his peace will come and surpass everything that people say is peace. That is knowing him. That's yeah. the truth that we know. And guess what? It makes us free. I and mean, we ain't talking about peace that just... Oh, at this moment, I, I got peace. And then you get that bill in your mail and you say, oh, oh, my God, it's way too much money. It's more than I, I have in my bank account. You know, we're talking about that peace when you still look at that bill and you say, well, it's it's nothing I can do but God, you know. And so, you know, it, it's 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 great. It's great. And so we walk in freedom. We walk in freedom. We walk in freedom knowing just knowing that. Who the sun set free is free indeed. Amen. And and we'll go to John 8. Now we'll read 33 through 36. So Jesus continues speaking and says, They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou ye shall be made free? 
So what are you talking about, Jesus? We we Abraham's seed. We we know God. We free. <laughs> we were made free. We was chosen. We we were taken out of uh, 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 Pharaoh's Cap- hands, out of captivity. <laughs> we free. We know about freedom. You can't tell us about freedom. We seen what it ain't being free. No. <laughs> so then Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. Mm. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. So free he's indeed. saying here, if you know me and you have accepted me, there's, there's true freedom in that. There's true freedom in that. And I mean, that that whole scripture is so good because he just, Jesus continues to teach them, yeah. continues to teach them that you, this is what you think you know. The old wineskin that we were talking about, they were still stuck in, 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 in knowing that, oh, yeah, we were taken out of captivity. We're now free. We're, we're Abraham's seed. These are our blessings. Oh, we're free. <laughs> and Jesus is like, no, because truly you're still bound. Yeah. You're still bound by sin because you haven't accepted me as as being lord yeah so you can't really walk in freedom because you don't know me and i go back to them old clothes you know you see you get some fresh new clothes and them old clothes still on the floor which ones you gonna wear first you're gonna wear them new clothes because you're like oh i'm excited to wear this new stuff because that old stuff i seen what it looked like but this new stuff i don't have a clue so let's put this on so it's the same thing with christ man you know when you when you walk in the oldness for so long and you you start to see, man, it's gotta be something else. And then when you get the new stuff, you're like, I'm I'm happy. I wanna I wanna I wanna rock this as we say, you know? But you know, getting to the point, the point is this that in knowing Christ first, the first thing is knowing Christ and having a relationship with Christ. And we are big advocates of having a relationship because the knowing that we're talking about, that word knowing is having an intimacy, having that relationship. Just like Steve knows me because I'm his wife. I know him because he's my husband. There are things I'm knowing even as we are, you know, walking further and further into years in our relationship, in our marriage, we're getting to know each other. And that yeah. means that's the same knowing that he says, if they're my disciples, they'll know me and they, they they will have that knowledge and that knowledge will set them free. Yeah. So as I get to know certain things about Steve, oh, Steve will never do that because I know yeah. him. I yeah. know his character. I know deep down who he is and I know what he stands for because I spend time with him. I commune with him. So, yes, relationship, relationship, relationship. Relationship. And how do you build a relationship? First, you got to know what you're relating to. What are you relating to? Who? What are you giving your time to? What are you getting resources to put into, you know? And so in that process, you, you, you began to want to know what you're putting into, what you are, are focusing your time on. What, are, what, what am I getting to? Is, is this what I want? And, and so you find out this is exactly what I want. This is exactly what I need. This is what I've been craving. And so the second thing I would say is to acquire knowledge of who he is through what? The scriptures. Yes, getting your word. Getting the word that the Bible name stands for. It's an Emmanuel. 
It's a manual. It teaches you through precept, through examples, through everything. And through Christ's life, if we read it, though his life begins to be an effect on your life. If you read it, because everything he says, he speaks in parables that we don't understand because we look at it naturally. And if we look at it spiritual, like I always tell my wife, two plus two naturally equals four, but two plus two don't equal four in the spirit realm. And so we began to look at things and start to see different things by reading his word, by reading his word for us, inspired by men who wrote. And we talked about it. We had a podcast on this, though, the, the importance of the word. So if you get a chance, you can go back in our archive and you can see the importance of the word. And it, we, we kind of broke it down on in Timothy, like where it's talking about what was the word given for, for instruction. It's given for reproof. It's given for doctrine. It's given for all these things. So we broke down, like, why is the word important? The word is important because it really is going to give you that thing that's going to allow you to have an abundant life. Yeah. If you don't know that you've been healed, you're going to walk around here just praying and saying, God, heal me. God, heal me. And God's like, wait, have you read First Peter 2.24? <laughs> I've told you that, you know, through Jesus, you're healed. You're already healed. So it's like, accept your healing. So now I can walk. If I have that knowledge, it's going to make me free. When I yeah. get that report from the doctor, I'm going to look at him like, oh, no, John A says that the, the devil is the father of lies. Yeah. He's the author of lies. And I know that. Christ said in Isaiah, it was it was even told, it was prophesied that he's going to come and, and, and take away all my sickness. And by his stripes, I'm going to be healed. And then in 1 Peter 2.24, confirms the same. By yeah. his stripes, I'm healed. Yeah. So I'm yeah. healed by through Christ. So that's what I believe. And guess what? That makes me free. I'm not bound. Yeah, yeah. It's just like going to school. Like you go to school to be an electrician. You don't start out being an electrician. You go to school and you learn the craft. You learn everything about it. You acquire the knowledge. You acquire the understanding. And then you move on to the craft. It's the same thing with Christ. But it's a little bit more freer. You don't have to st stick your head in those books 340 days out the year. And then you're like, oh, man, I got to take this test. But no, it's free. You you get to know Christ through reading the word, reading all the things he's done, the miracles he worked, the, the parables he spoke of, just the attention that he spent with the, the disciples. He paid attention to them. He gave them attention. And so in the process, how do you acquire knowledge? By giving attention. By giving attention to what you're trying to acquire. And so the Bible speaks that um, in Scripture, it says that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, and righteousness. And that was what my wife was just talking about a couple of minutes ago. That it's given for instruction, instruction on how to do life. Yeah. It's given for, for, for doctrine so we know what to base what we live off by that. Yeah. So that when we see a lie, we know that's a lie and I know the truth. You know, that's what the word was given for. It, it profits us in all these areas and it's inspired by God. So God gave this word of prophecy through men and, and, and man of God. And we know we read that too, uh, the scripture that says he gave this prophecy to men and inspired them to speak these things that he knew we would need. And guess what? In it is the foundation for everything you could, you could think of. And even better, he gives you the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> John yeah. 14. I mean, if you read that, Jesus is like, oh, well, you know, I'm teaching you all these things and it's great. And, and some things have been written, but guess what? I'm going to leave you with a comforter. He's going to teach you all things. Just think about it. When you're following someone, 
How do they empower you? They empower you by imparting, imparting something in you and letting you go out and see if that same thing is still working. You know, you see if that thing is working. So you can't be empowered by continuing to follow somebody and continue to follow them. You're going to always depend on that person. So Jesus like, okay, you know, I can see that you guys are just depending on me and watching me. But I'm telling you that you're going to do greater things than I did. So this is what I want to do. I'm going to leave you, but I'm going to leave behind something that should teach you all things. And once this thing teach you all things, you'll be able to go out and do it yourself. Think about that. Anytime you walk with someone, they teach you, 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 they teach you to a point where they feel like you have mastered it. You got it. And then when you got it, what happens? They tell you to go out. Go out and do it yourself. And what happens? That fear comes in. It was just my third point. The third point I had was... First of all, let me say the first two. The first point is have a relationship with Christ. And, and then the second point is acquire knowledge of who he is through the scriptures. And my third point is casting out fear. And by the way, these steps, if, if you just started listening, maybe in the middle. <laughs> but these steps are just to, to get you to understand how can I get freedom? How can I get rid of the old and start with the new yeah. and really acquire the freedom so that I can really know what's happening around me? So that these are the, the, the three things that we just had off the top of our mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I, what I mean by the third point, that third point is why I'm applying what I learned. There comes the knowing of I'm doing it on my own. Wow. I don't know how this is going to work. It's fear. But, but it's, I'm doing it on my own, and I'm just going to step out and see what happens. So you have that leery feeling about what I'm about to do. And you, you're still believing in what you're going to do, but you're like, oh, I'm doing it on my own. So this is the first time on my own. And I want to share this example uh, of, okay, I, I got born again. I'm excited. I'm a believer now. And then I'm learning all these things at church and Bible study. Oh, you know what? By his stripes, you're healed. You can pray healing over yourself. Um, it, you can start off with something like a headache. So I get a headache. Or uh, you know what? The, I won't even use that example. I'll use the, the example of uh, hearing God's voice and prophesying. So, okay, everybody at church is like, I hear from God. I hear from God. This is what God said. And I'm like, oh, I want to know what God says. So I go in the car. I turn off the radio. I'm like, okay, God, I'm ready. It's quiet right now. <laughs> I want to hear what you be telling everybody else. Well, well. <laughs> and like I always tell when I tell this story, it was all crickets. I didn't hear anything. And now you start to have the fear. Did I do this wrong? Am I not applying it right? Am I doing something wrong? Oh, and sometimes you're even discouraged and you say, I would never do this again. And I remember even sharing. Um, well, that that's a long story. I won't share that story. But um, yeah, that's an, a perfect example. Or even talking about a headache, you lay hands on yourself and you're like, okay, the word says um, that I'm healed. Jesus, I'm healed. And, and you, you, you're speaking that over yourself and there's no manifestation. You still got the headache. You're like, ooh, did I miss it? Well, kind of, let me tell you something. That was like my first example right there, what you're talking about. I had a headache and I hear the Holy Spirit speak, say, go ahead, touch yourself. And I'm like, touch my head, you know, and I, I rub my head and all of a sudden it, it goes away. And I'm like, wow, is this like that? And no spirit is just, it made me feel good. It was a great feeling I felt. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, I guess that's how it is. And so I And it continued, gave you confidence. Yeah, and I continued to do it and it continued to work. And then I started doing the others like, hey, let me, you, you got a headache? Okay, watch this. Just believe that God has healed you. Boom. 
And it worked. I'm like, oh, wow, here we go. This is it. So Steve was applying the word, and thank God it was working for yeah. him. While Tana the... is on the other side like, oh, Lord, this didn't work. You know, this didn't work. And it's because I was looking at it like a formula. To, for me, it, the word didn't start working until I really put in mind and meditated, I am healed. What does that mean? That that. It, for me, it was like really learning the fall of man, right? And really looking at things like Genesis 3 where it talks about man fell. So then all this evil came into the world. God never intended for us to have a headache. God never intended for us to be sick. So then he had a plan, and that plan was Jesus. Yeah. And because I believe on Jesus, I can say I'm healed. Yeah. That's when it started working for me. Yeah. You know, the, the Bible does say, but there's no other name on heaven and on earth. In the name of Jesus, but that name is power. Amen. And so when we think about that, that same power, you know, the Bible talks about how if we have a relationship with Christ and then we acquire the knowledge of Christ, then we have that love. It's love that love It's that perfect love that casts out fear, knowing who Christ is, knowing how he loved us and he died for us. You know, that's what casts out fear. And so when you applying and you're in an unknown territory, it's the love of Christ that will bring that fear to shame and put it under your feet. Hallelujah. I don't like to say hallelujah all the time. But, but you can't. I can't. I know. I can't help it right now. We, Steve and I always laugh about how many hallelujahs do we do today and amens do we do on our podcast. But hallelujah to that. It's the love yeah. that you know. That it's love makes the environment safe. Even yeah. though you might feel like this territory is new, this territory of believing is new, this territory of growing and applying the word is new. But because I am loved by God, even if I don't, if it doesn't yeah. work, even if I go in my car and I don't hear anything, even if I lay hands on someone and nothing happens right then, I am loved. Yeah, yeah. And I say this because, you know, love is that one thing that you know you don't have any fear when you love. When you love somebody, fear can't even touch it. You just know it. It's annoying because the Bible talks about how when you fear, fear brings torment. You continue to worry. You continue, it continues to be on your mind. It continues to fester at you, eats at you to the point where it manifests itself. And, and you're in bondage. Yeah. You can't experience that freedom. Out with the old, the new can't come in because you're so bound with lies. And so the only way you can get out of that is... Through love, that that perfect love cast out fear, and so I mean we're close to our closing time, and I I'm gonna give it to deny, but the question I ask for to you today, and you can fester on it, where does fear start and where does love end? Ask that question when you think about Christ. Where does fear start and where does love end? Remember, His love is unconditional, so fear shouldn't have a place. And if you know Christ, then take that with you to the bank. Amen. So love is a great territory. It's a great place for you to know and an environment for you to know that you can apply this word. This word is true. It's true despite whether I didn't hear anything in my car. It's true despite I laid hands on someone and it didn't, something didn't manifest right then. The word is still true. And it stands true. And, and God wants to have a relationship with us through Christ. So if you have not received Christ in your life, 
I want to first of all tell you that Jesus loves you. If you're having fear right now that I don't know what's to come, I might lose my friends, I might uh, get get um, uh, shamed by certain people because I've made this decision. I want you to know that Jesus loves you right where you are. You don't have to be in fear because fear will leave you in bondage when Christ says, I want you out with the old and what I have for you is life more abundantly. So if you haven't received Christ, just think on on all the things that he's speaking to you right now and just say yes within your heart and say, I don't, it doesn't matter what I'm, I'm fearing, but what I know is true is that Jesus loves me and I feel it in me. And if you do that confession with your mouth to say, yes, is so awesome because you believe that Jesus did die for you and that he rose in power so that you can have life more abundantly. And what's to come after that is getting the Holy spirit. I just advise you to read John four, John 14 and in and, and Luke eleven thirteen. 13, it says that he's, he wants to give you this gift of the comforter who will come and teach you all things and help you when you get in that new territory. So say yes to the Holy spirit, say yes to him. I want him Lord. And just say yes. And he's there. You have received him. The moment you ask, God gives you and greater things are to come. You might start speaking in tongues and in syllables and things that you don't understand. But you know what? As you read the word, it's going to teach you what that means. It's going to help you understand what those tongues are. And so that is our just call for today and say, say yes to both things. And welcome to a new territory. I'm telling you, between Steve and I, we have some adventures being in Christ. Yeah. It's a joyous ride. It's an adventurous ride. Yeah. More exciting than anything that the world could ever offer us. Yeah. So I just say, when you think about it, when you go into that closet, don't look at that old laundry. Get that new clothes and put them on and enjoy. This has been the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm denying. And we're ghosts.